Hi, my name's Gwen Spencer, and I'm an OG Hundy P. This OG Hundy P Spotlight episode of Humble and Fred is proudly brought to you by Bodog, the Retirement Sherpa, the Chambers Plan, Aaron Ventures, evnet.ca, and GoDaddy. Nice to meet you, Gwen. Nice to meet you too, Mike. Whereabouts in the universe do we find you today? Uh, in snowy Niagara-on-the-Lake. Oh, beautiful. Now, it's snowy here too, so uh, I'm, call- I'm in uh, <laughs> southern Etobicoke, and we've got some snow here today. I think everyone's got snow except humble Fred and Dan Duran, who apparently are all in uh, Mexico. It must be not, you know, every Friday we have to have a snowstorm here, right? So it's true, but yeah. at least I was shoveling a minute ago and it's this is not nearly as heavy as last Friday's snow. Good because I haven't gotten out yet to do it, but I'm going out tonight regardless. And it's like last Friday because it was so heavy, this Friday you're going to feel like you're a uh, She Hulk, like you're going to feel really oh. strong because it's just going to be easy to throw. Super. <laughs> So, Gwen, I know you've probably heard, because you're an OG Hundy P, you've probably heard OG Hundy P spotlight episodes before, right? I have. And I, so I try not to prepare, you know, I, or but sometimes I'd listen and go, oh, they gave my answer. But if I have the same answer, it's the same answer. Well, you can only tell the truth, right? Yeah, exactly. So let's, I'll try to mix it up a bit, because uh, the original idea was I was going to record them all and then drop them. So nobody will have ever had the advantage of hearing one before they did one. But, you know, I did like 10 or 11 and then life got in the way. And now I realize that, yeah, people like you, Gwen, are going to hear them before you record. And it's like, you're going to know the questions. But I am naturally curious about what makes an OG Hundy P uh, tick. But I'm wondering, did you listen to Humble and Fred on good old fashioned terrestrial radio? Yeah. I'm old, Mike. So yes, I listened. I was a Pete and Geats uh, fan. And, you know, when Humble and Fred came on, it was, you know, I miss Pete and Geats, but not for long. Like they just, I, I always enjoyed them. So many laughs. Um, yeah. They just feel like old friends, you know? So I go back right to when they first came on CFNY and have followed them since. Yeah, you're like a true OG. We need a new yeah. a new handle for people like you who have been listening since <laughs> yes. uh, September 1989. Right. <laughs> <laughs> wow, good for you. Uh, now, Pete and Geats and Humble and Fred have one person in common, of course, that is Fred Patterson. What did you think of Fred Patterson on the Pete and Geats show? Any uh, memories of that? 
No, not really, um, because I think he just did the sports right, right for them. So yeah. th that's uh, an area I tend to gloss over when <laughs> you're not a sports <laughs> fan. Not, yes. However, I do remember I did. I thought I liked him. Um, and I remember he did a contest at the CNE where he had to be on a Ferris wheel for like to try and break a record. And uh, Fred, are you sure that, that wasn't was the first time okay. I saw I saw a picture of him, you know, because you never saw DJs. You never saw their pictures. <laughs> no, good point. You're right. Unless yeah. they had a TV advertisement or something. But yeah, I'm wondering, I hope you're not misremembering. Wasn't that Kevin O'Leary? Or, you know, is it the producer of the Pete and Geet show? Uh, but you're telling me that was Freddie P who was going to set pretty, the record. I'm, I didn't check my facts before I came on, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was, it was Fred Patterson from Scarborough. <laughs> wow, the one and only. Okay, so we'll confirm this, obviously. I'll confirm this. Yes. But uh, I'm going to take your word for it because I did not listen to Pete and Geet's. I was busy listening to Tom Rivers on uh, CFTR. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I missed out. I missed out. Okay. Yeah. So... Here's the big question. Humble and Fred had a long run on CFNY, and then they decided that they were too old for the alt-rock station, and they agreed to move to the AM station, Mojo 640. Did you, Gwen Spencer, follow them <laughs> to 640? You know, Mike, I did follow them there, oh. although I definitely felt like I wasn't their target audience <laughs> anymore. And... Uh, you know, like they they did change their style there. So I can't say that was my favorite experience with them. <laughs> there was too much testosterone in that uh, in that series. <laughs> but, but that's true love. Like you loved these two men so much that you would even listen to a station that was basically bragging that it was talk radio for guys. Exactly. Yes. Wow, embarrassingly so. They're yes. lucky to have you. Now, when when Humble and Fred famously got the offer they couldn't refuse to go to Mix 99.9, I take it you'd follow them there. Yep, I did with the uh cast of thousands, right? No, well, that's kind of the cast of thousands is actually a a boom thing. Oh, Easy oh, Rock, the, sorry. The towered, right. Yeah, yeah. And there's no Fred there. They right. didn't invite Fred to that party, but the mix okay. was uh I mean, don't ask Fred about Mix because he starts to break into hives. And then he, uh, <laughs> he he doesn't like talking about Mix because he wishes he had not gone there. Although they got a, like a good five-year deal and some good cash out of that deal. But but I digress. But uh, I was wondering, I know uh, Bingo Bob, for example, Bob Ouellette was the producer. He followed them to Mix. But the Mix, of course, we know how that ends. So how did you discover that Humble and Fred were starting a podcast. And I'm not talking about this iteration, which starts in 2011. Yeah. But were you right. aware of the 2006 Christmas episode recorded at Dan Duran's Bloor West Village North Home, where I was in the room? Uh, I listened to that episode because I had missed them. And uh, it was, it was, uh, yeah, it was nice to hear them again. And then it was like, why are they not on radio? You know, there, a lot of that sadness, nostalgia. Right. And then I, Mike, I think, you know, when people disappear off the radio, when Fred Patterson disappeared from the show, that's when I think I found your website. Okay, slow down, Gwen. Now we're getting good here. <laughs> <laughs> See, now you've got my attention here. Okay, I'm yeah. going to add an extra five it's minutes. It's all about you, Mike. I knew I'd have your attention. <laughs> so, 
the way you found out what was happening with Humble and Fred after Fred was dismissed from Mix 99.9 was torontomike.com. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm mm-hmm. excited to hear that. So is that also where you learned about the new podcast that they were going to try in 2006? And I'm fuzzy on that, but I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it was. And I, yeah, because I, I think back in those days, I'd take the dog for a walk. I, I had a Blackberry. I didn't download anything. So my husband would download uh, it on iPod, 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 right? That, yep. iPod. Yeah. Yep. And that's how, you know, load up a couple of episodes and take the dog for a hike. Well, that's how we rolled back then. Like the podcasting, that whole idea of like, yeah, you got, you know, the auto downloads thing. That's kind of a recent phenomenon. But back in 2006, absolutely. You just, you had to get that file from like A to B and maybe it was by a USB or something, but you would get it on your iPod and then you'd go for a a stroll. Yes. Hike. hike. Let's make it more macho than that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I know a stroll, like it sounds like, you know, it's like, yeah. no, you went for hikes. I know I'm old, but I, I hike. I well, for the stroll. careful, because I don't think you're much older than I am. And, uh, oh, I'm considerably, I'm more, take, I'm more in the Fred zone. <laughs> I was going to say, can you please take your birth certificate and hold it up to the camera? I just need to confirm uh, I'm talking. Am I speaking, am I speaking with a baby boomer right now? I'll be 65 this year, oh. Mike. Okay, so. Now I'm asking you a personal question. Uh, that ca- is that your real hair color? And uh, no, it is not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you had me fooled, Gwen. I'm e- I am easily fooled, but I, I had you at like. 46 47 oh, but all right and i'm you know single so i, I wish I would, maybe i should lie <laughs> on the dating apps to go down <laughs> you got my blessing to do that absolutely okay so you you learn about the podcast thanks to the wonderful uh torontomike.com and then the boys are going to start going daily this is now uh october 2011 so are you there for, now this is what qualifies you as an OG Hundy P and we have to be very uh, specific and clear here. Otherwise I have to rescind this badge of honor. But <laughs> would you say you've listened to every, you know, new episode? I won't count any best ofs. I mean, any new episode of Humble and Fred since they started going daily in October, 2011? Uh, yeah, I I will say yes. And, and sort of like what Humble does sometimes, you know, I would listen to podcast and then before I go to bed and then nod off. So end to end, I, I can't guarantee that, but I'm sure I've started every one. And mostly I listen to them right through now. What are your thoughts? I'm naturally curious what you think of the show since it moved to Zoom. Do you think it's, is it, do you miss some of the uh, kinetic in-person energy or do you think the, uh, they've adapted nicely to that format? Yeah, I, I was worried about that. I It's working really well. And, you know, they're so concerned all the time about the sound. And, it's, you know, it shows, except for yesterday's show, maybe. Um, but, you know, I listen to ones, like, I'm surprised uh, David Spade and Dana Carvey's. You know, the quality of sound isn't anywhere near as good as Humble and Fred's. I think it like, comes down to whether you care or not, because of course, yeah. Spade, I, I've never heard this show, so I can't speak specifically to it, but if they cared, because there's, there's really only two variables at play. You've got, and this is why the one sounded bad the other day, because one of these variables went uh, went cucka, but the two variables are you have a decent microphone and you have solid internet connectivity. So Fred's internet was the issue the other day, and but if you have those two things, 
Yeah. You're good but to go. You can see, even on that show, I, they worried unnecessarily, you know, like it's always good. You got to have a bad day sometimes, but you could see how it was bothering them. Yeah. Well, remember, Howard's a little bit crazy, right? That's what makes him so special. So uh, <laughs> he's, well, I don't have to tell an OG honey pee that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> have you attended, Gwen, any uh, Humble and Fred events over the years? You know, you know, not until they had their podcast and at, uh, we used to call it Wayne's Tomain Palace, but at Wayne Gretzky's, uh, I went to that and uh, my husband and I went and it was, it was great, like first time meeting them in person. And then we supported uh, Slapshot Johnny's event in Milton or wherever that was. And then I'm a big stand-up comedy fan. Mm -hmm. So I've actually, when Howard's come to the falls a couple of times, I've, I've seen, you know, said hi to him and seen him perform. Yeah. I was at that Gretzky's event. Uh, I remember it very well. Now, you said you were there with your husband, but you said a minute ago that you're single. So something's happened between Gretzky's and now. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm a country song. My, my husband uh, had cancer, so he's oh. passed, he just passed away three years ago. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. I was uh, yeah. Here I am making the, a funny joke yeah, about divorce. Yeah, that I ditched him. And yeah, sure. No. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> don't worry, Gwen. I'll fix this yeah. in post so I don't look like such a dick. So It's okay. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. No, for, I'm sorry the, for your and loss. I, and let me give you like why I love Humble and Fred, a little anecdote yeah. about... Um, they had a contest to go see the Leafs and the Canadians. Right. And so uh, I wrote, you know, a note explaining my husband's pancreatic cancer situation, last chance to go with my daughter, both big Leaf fans, and they won, surprisingly, you know? So, like, wow. how good is that? Okay, <laughs> that's a so great, nice of them. great anecdote. And, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm so glad that you guys could have that experience. And, again, yeah. sincere condolences. Uh, oh, well, thank you. You know. Oh my goodness. Okay, so I'll try I'll try not to mess up again. I give myself one <laughs> screw up each time we do this, but uh That's okay. Let's talk about Humble and Fred sponsors for a moment. Have you uh patronized a Humble and Fred sponsor or two or three over the years? Um yeah, I know that question was coming. Uh Kelsey's is probably, you know, I I I would never think of going to Kelsey's and then we have a movie group here and we went to Kelsey's and I was, and uh, they're absolutely right. Great, great sponsor and happy to keep going there to support them. Well, they're not a current sponsor, but yeah. But we're, we are legit uh, hoping they come back and it looks like they probably will return. So you can uh, yeah. continue to enjoy Kelsey's for sure. Yeah. Now, you mentioned back in the day, you know, you'd put these uh, these episodes on your iPod and go for a hike. But these days, in the modern era, 2023, what's your, like, typical listening process? Like, are you subscribed via a podcast aggregator and you just go, you know, like, yeah. how are you listening these days? So uh, I have an iPhone, so subscribe, automatically download their episodes and and yours too, Mike. I'm listening again. See, I was falling well, asleep, know, and I'm and back. Maybe you want you want to take this out, but I'm just a nosy person. I for even though I couldn't stand the voice, I liked your 1236 episodes. What's going on? Uh, 1236's last visit to the basement was late December, and I yeah. actually had him booked. He was coming in because I had Ed Keenan coming over, and I was going to have Wise Blot and Keenan talk about uh, 
alternative media. And by the way, I'm leaving this in because part of the spirit of these things is I don't, I actually purposely don't want to chop these up. So everything's going to be okay. live to tape here. Uh, even though I know Humble and Fred are not big fans of Mr. 1236 because, <laughs> because there was a conference conference. There was a press gathering when Howard Stern came to town and Mark Weisblatt asked Howard Stern about how he feels that there's these two guys in Toronto that are kind of stealing his bits or something to that effect. And let's put it this way. Humble and Fred are like elephants. Okay. They do not forget. They do not forget. (laughs) So they remember when Weisblatt asked and and Howard Stern answered the question and it's quite a little interesting Toronto radio story, but he's on, I would call this a uh, mental health break. Uh, There's stuff in his life that Mr. Weisblatt's going to deal with. And then he's going to make his triumphant return. But yeah, he was here like clockwork every month for years. And I miss I him too. I miss him too. And I was going to go to the Toronto Mike blog where I look for everybody who's disappeared, but I figured I'm not going to find out there this time. <laughs> well, I'm giving him a little privacy because of course, uh, you know, he doesn't have to visit my basement, but uh, I think it was good for him. And I thought he was great at it. And I gave him three hours a month, right? Who gives anyone three hours a month? So mm-hmm. now I'm doing like Ridley funeral home uh, episode yeah. solo which I'm enjoying that too, but, and I know I got to bring this back to Humble and Fred because this is accidentally turning into an episode of Toronto Mike, except that he is fine. Uh, he yeah. DMs me daily and he'll be back. So hang in okay. there. We're going to get there him back there. Uh, okay. So I'm glad you listened to Toronto Mike though. Cause one of the questions I always like to ask is what other podcasts do you listen to? So if you listen to Humble and Fred, Toronto Mike, is there another podcast you go for hikes listening to? I, I listen to so many. So, um, like on CBC, I like Laugh Out Loud. Um, I like murder ones. Anything about murder. True crime is true so crime. hot right now, right? Yeah, and the comedy one. So I listen to Smartless, the one I can't remember with Carvey. Right. Um, Mark Marin, and it was actually Humble, I think, who who talked. You know, when they first started, Mark Marin was one of the first. You know, pop podcast to boom. So. Um, yeah, I, Mark, Mark, I'm sort of, I like him as a comic. I listen a little less frequently, but, you know, he, he was a go-to for me. Yeah, that's called WTF. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, great. Now, 11 years is a long time. Uh, has there ever been, I don't know, a moment or a period of time with the subject matter maybe that Humble and Fred get fixated on where you thought, oh, maybe I'll take a break or maybe I'll just skip I'm just curious whether your uh, loyalty has ever wavered over the 11 years. Uh, no, like I've, you know, when they first started and they, they had some missteps with guests um, and, or the pirate, <laughs> like things I, I would have skipped over. Do you want a fun fact? Do you want a fun fact? The pirate you referred to, right? Yes. Okay. The pirate is the fir- is first cousins with Rudra, from Gig Sky. Oh, you're kidding. <laughs> Not kidding. In fact, yeah. Rudra did an, he did an OG Hundy P spotlight. And right after we finished recording, we realized we forgot to talk about that. Oh, well, <laughs> not missing much. Um, but, you know, I'm, I, I'm, a, I'm a diehard lacrosse fan and a Tour de France fan. So very obscure sports. So you know, I, I don't even skip over the sports because usually they talk about sports from a, a person, a people perspective versus, you know, 
the like a technical perspective. But the golf stuff, uh, sometimes I can, you know, glaze over a little bit because that's definitely not my jam. Yeah, you and me both. I think that's. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take. I'll take. I'll take an episode full of Trump talk before I take. Oh yeah, me too. Before I, like, ten minutes ago, I'm surprised that they get comments that people don't like that because I. I. I'm very political, left wing. I. I enjoy that. I think the problem there, as I kind of as a from my vantage point, was that it was overwhelmingly. Like, I'd say it was 80% of episodes for a while there. Like, it was so much Trump. And the fact is, and this is why I don't talk about Trump on my show, is that I'm well aware that I'm this Canadian living in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. I don't get a vote. Like, of course, it affects me and I follow it. But it's, uh, you know, it's not, it's not my, that's not my country. That's not my, uh, I always feel like, you know, it's not necessarily uh, my domain, if you will. But Humble and Fred, I always say to everyone that uh, they should talk about what they're passionate about because at this point, the uh, fans of Humble and Fred are fans of the Humble and Fred passion for whatever, except for golf. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, yeah, and I think when it comes to Trump, I mean, like we sort of see with Pierre, uh, you know, uh, coming our way. But I also think it's like trying to figure out how how people are are convinced or you know duped into supporting him or or they're they're always trying to figure out like the underlying reason for this sad turn of events that we're we're also seeing coming across the border so sure but uh, so i'll de- i'll defend them <laughs> <laughs> well i'm well they clearly did, didn't lose you <laughs> you know, you're you're not only a hundy yeah. p you're an og yeah og hundy p yeah. there since day one yeah. and that's why we're talking today as you know how i'm going to close this episode but just before that if you were telling i don't know a, a loved one or a friend uh, why they should subscribe to humble and fred's podcast how do you pitch it to them like how do you sell it to them uh that <laughs> there are times that, and you know like i said i've gone through some pretty dark times in the past um, where I laugh out loud and I, I don't even, to me, they make me snort sometimes, you know, and that's a good sign. Like I, and they're the people I'd want to have at a dinner table, you know, like old friends. And I think somebody else has said that, but. Well, remember Gwen, if you do have them at your dinner table, they eat very, very quickly. <laughs> well, so do I. Oh. Be perfect. <laughs> It's like, it's like a race. How fast can this food disappear? So, uh, okay. Now I'm going to step away from this microphone and I'm going to listen and you're going to record a message for Humble and Fred. So what would you, Gwen Spencer, OG Hundy P, like to say to Humble and Fred? Uh, Well, thanks guys for being a a companion in my ear uh, for making me laugh at times when I thought there was absolutely nothing that could make me laugh and giving me breaks as I had to watch my husband sadly pass away from cancer. I, you've meant a, a lot. And, uh, you know, as I continue on in life, the dog gets nice long walks. Thanks to you. Cause there's lots of times I go, Oh, I'll just keep going because I want to keep listening to this. So thanks for all the great years.
This OG Hundy P Spotlight episode of Humble and Fred was proudly brought to you by Bodog, the Retirement Sherpa, Tim Niblett, the Chambers Plan, Aaron Ventures, evnet.ca, and GoDaddy. I'm Toronto Mike. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Toronto Mike. You can visit my blog, torontomike.com, or you can subscribe to my podcast, Toronto Miked. Peace and love. <laughs>